You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. This one is a message to all my service providers in the cheerleading industry. So this is for you. If you are a service provider in the cheer industry or you're an aspiring service provider in the cheerleading industry, this is my message for you. So we're going to be getting into that here in just a second. Before we do, as always, please make sure if you are a gym owner, you head on over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook. If you are a coach and an owner, you join All-Star Coaches and Owners page and go to nextgenerationgymowners.com. Subscribe to our blog, make sure you're on our emailing list, and make sure you're going to be finding out all about all the cool and amazing offerings we're going to be having throughout this year. You can also learn more about how to join the Academy and schedule a call to talk to one of our experts and see how we can help you grow your business. Now, we're going to get into the episode. And like I said, this is a message for all cheer service providers in the cheerleading industry. This goes out to all of you. I... I got some messages for you. I work with a lot of people in the cheer world, whether it be clients through NextGen or people I work with through Dream Camps. I actually just ended a coaches retreat in Oregon uh, where we were doing coaches training uh, with coaches from Oregon and Washington. It was absolutely amazing. And we were talking about some vendors and talking about service providers in the cheer space. And I just I feel compelled to have a conversation with all of you. And I've even had this conversation with some of my staff here uh, in Oregon as well, who are here working for me, who are phenomenal people, but need to learn a little bit more about how to run good businesses. And so here is my message for you. We're going to get into it. I'm not sure exactly how many specific topics I'm going to have because I'm just, I'm shooting from the hip on this one. It was something that was kind of sitting on my heart uh, and I've been, I've been thinking about it as I've been driving and doing some things. And so I decided I was going to make the episode. So number one, we need to make sure that if you are a young service provider. If you are someone who is in college, you want to start offering camps and clinics and things like that. My number one message to you is you need to do things the right way. There are a lot of great people, well-intentioned people out there trying to make a little bit of extra money in the cheerleading world, whether that be to help pay for themselves to go to college or those kind of things. You're trying to make some extra money. And you're going out and you're offering services. You're offering stunt clinics. You're offering tumbling clinics. You're offering choreography. And good for you. But you need to go about it the right way. And you need to start a business. You need to start an LLC. You need to get insurance. And you need to run it like a business. You need to run it like a company. And if you don't know how to do those things, then get someone who can show you the way. Get Hire a coach. Get with NextGen. You can come onto the academy. Even though you're not necessarily a gym owner, you're an expert in the field, uh, or you're trying to become a service provider in the field, we have people that do that as coaches uh, who are coaches in the NextGen Academy. You've got me. You've got the Fortes. uh, You've got other people who are out there also offering additional services just beyond owning our gyms. So get a coach. If you don't know how to run your business or you don't know what that means, then get someone to help you do it but you need to run it like a legit business. 
the amount of risk and liability you are exposing yourself and your gyms to by doing all of this stuff, not as businesses, all under the table, having employees who are not employees, um, paying them under the table, you are exposing yourself to massive risk. It is very important that you protect yourself and protect yourself from the federal government coming after you for taxes because if you're getting paid under the table and you're taking that 100% as as your profit and you're not setting anything aside for taxes and that gets reported at the end of the year, you're going to end up owing a bunch of money or maybe they don't know because you haven't filed taxes for years and you're behind and now the government's going to come after you and say you owe them a whole bunch of money. So you need to make sure that you are doing things the legal way. You also have the risk of liability. If someone gets hurt at a clinic that you're at and they come after you and you don't have insurance, you're not covered by insurance, then you actually cannot be protected by that gym's insurance because you are operating as an outside entity and you're going to be exposed to that liability. So it is very critical that you make sure that you are running things as a business. If you need help with that, get help with that. My number two message to all of my service providers is you need to make sure that you are delivering a great and consistent product. The number one complaint I hear from gym owners, coaches, uh, high school coaches, high school programs is that they are struggling to get service providers to actually deliver on the things that they promise they're going to do. And you got to do that. You need to be a person of your word. If you tell someone you're going to have this thing by this date, or I'm going to provide you this service, or I'm going to execute this thing, then you need to deliver that thing without changing your pricing, without changing the rules. Now, are things going to come up? Yes. Might you have to reschedule because there's an emergency? Yes. But the amount of people that I hear from that say they worked with X, Y, and Z company and the experience was miserable, not because the product was bad, but because the communication was bad or the, the product wasn't good or they shorted time or they increased an invoice without telling anyone. Like You need to do things the right way. And unfortunately, it seems more and more that there are less service providers out there doing things the right way and making sure that they're taking care of their clients the way that we would take care of our own clients in our gyms. And so you need to make sure that you are delivering on what you tell people you're going to do. Be a person of your word. I'm telling you this because it's going to make you get more business. People are going to be more apt to want to hire you. You're going to come more recommended. You're going to get more clients because you deliver when you say you're going to deliver. Even if it means you maybe take a loss on one of your deliveries, right? Like, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I've had camps uh, where I will... I'm, I'm headed to Camp Geneva, and I I launched Camp Geneva with knowing it was a risk. I'm probably not going to make any money on Camp Geneva this year. Like, I will not profit. It will be hopefully a break-even camp, and it may even go in the loss column just because we had a couple cancellations and some things like that, and so our, our budget didn't quite work out. But it's an investment in the future, and I'm not going to cancel because I promised all those people I would be providing a camp. People have paid for it. People have registered for it. So I'm going to deliver. 
I'm not going to cancel that thing because that I'm never going to get credibility with those people back. And what I'm losing in bad word of mouth is not worth the three or four thousand dollars I might lose on the camp because I, you know, I had some cancellations and had some changes. So it's worth the risk to make sure that I'm creating the reputation that when you work with dream camps, we deliver every time, no matter what, even if it means we don't sleep, even if it means, you know, we make sacrifices, I'm going to deliver for my clients. And there need to be more service providers out there in the cheer industry who have that mindset, a client first mindset. We are in a customer service industry. And sometimes it feels like service providers flip that on their head and it becomes a customer exists to serve you mentality. And I'm not saying everyone. So if you think I'm coming at you, I'm not. I'm not atting anyone. I'm not calling any specific company out. I'm just telling you based off of word of mouth that I hear and stories that I hear, it is very, very evident. When I'm in a room with 30 coaches from the state of Oregon and Washington and I write vendors up on a board and I'm like, okay, what do you guys think about this one? And it's like unanimous. It is literally unanimous, the vendors that people are like, nope, don't work with them. Nope, don't work with them. Nope, nope, yes, they're great. Like, it is almost unanimous. So there's something going on there that will tell you that there is some consistency and it's not just it's not just one bad experience. But that bad word of mouth absolutely is going to have an effect. So make sure that you are delivering on your promises. It is so important. People want to feel like they matter. When you are working with cheer gyms, especially small gyms, they the money that they're spending is a big deal. When they choose to spend that money with you, it is a big deal because these are gyms that are trying to make ends meet. These are gyms that are pushing to make sure that they are staying within their budget. And if they're choosing to spend their money with you, then they deserve to be treated like an important client. (laughs) My last kind of thing I would talk about with this is make sure that you are hiring the right people to work with you. So you've established a business, you're delivering on your promise, and now as you grow and expand, that you hire the right people. Because those people, when you send them out there, they represent your brand, they represent your company. And if they go out and they don't do a good job, it's your brand, it's your company. They might remember the staff member or the person that goes out and does it or the sales rep, but it is it is the company that ultimately is going to be impacted. You would not believe how many people, actually you probably would if you're listening to this, you're a gym owner, how often do you talk about uniform companies and everyone says, well, it just depends who your rep is, right? It's not about necessarily the uniform company. It's about did you get the right rep who is going to do a great job and deliver a great service for you? So make sure that you're hiring the right people who are going to represent your brand correctly. Be very, very meticulous with how you fire or how you hire and also Don't be afraid to fire people, even if they've been with you for a period of time. If they're not delivering, if they are struggling, if they're not executing the way you need them to execute, then you need to let them go. And it doesn't have to be big and dramatic, but it needs to happen. The longer you let things go when someone is not doing their job correctly, the more that they are going to impact other staff's morale and mindset, the more challenges you're going to encounter 
and just the more difficult that initial eventual separation is going to be because they're going to feel blindsided and it's going to be unfair and they're not going to be happy about it. So you've got to make sure that you're hiring the right people and you are training them and holding them accountable because they may be the right people to start with. But if you don't train them, you don't nurture them, you don't improve them, then they will eventually either be the rare person that rises to the occasion and does a whole bunch of stuff on their own, or they're more likely to be someone that is going to kind of fall by the wayside and not deliver the way you are wanting. So if you are a service provider in the cheerleading industry, I I just want you to hear these words. We need you. We need the service providers in the cheer industry, but we need the service providers in the cheerleading industry to step up and deliver even better than they already are. Now, there are a few providers out there that I will absolutely recommend. Um, There are some people out there that I think do all the things that I'm talking about. Um, Matt Becker from gymlawyers.com absolutely does that. Everyone I know who's worked with the Fortes has felt like they've done an amazing job. I think we, I strive to do that with dream camps. Uh, so I'm, I'm obviously kind of promoting myself there, but that's something in our identity that we strive to, to serve our clients. We strive to hire the right people. We strive to do those things. Um, I think that, uh, David Sims from jams does a lot of these things. Uh, LMX Luis Mercia with, uh, the videography. I think he strives to deliver a great product and do these things. And he's actually continually learning to try and make himself a better, better gym owner, um, or a, a better business owner. He doesn't own a gym. So there, and there's more than that. Like, uh, there's, I think Jack rabbit cares. I think I class does listen. Um, I think that, uh, CS, the reps there really, really, really try to deliver well for their clients. So there are a number of vendors out there that I think do really care. Oh, tumble track. They've been amazing for me lately. Um, so there are great companies doing great things out there. We just need more of them. And there's some really great intentioned people who are just missing the mark. And I hope that you listen to this and you go, okay, that's where I can improve. So if you're a service provider, as you leave the episode, or if you know a service provider who needs to listen to this episode, as you leave it, you know, Look at your negative reviews. Take that time to figure out where you're falling short and then see what you need to do to improve it. See what you can do to provide a better service for the cheer industry because we do need you. We need your services. We need great choreographers. We need great stunt experts. We need great camps and great competitions and great music. We need those things. Oh, I didn't mention Carmine from Cheer Sounds. Talk about someone who exemplifies a lot of this stuff. We need those kind of people in the cheerleading industry. But there's also so many people out there that are kind of like halfway doing it. And so I want to I, I wanna encourage you, challenge you to step up if you are a cheer industry service provider. All right, everyone. If you loved this episode, please share it with someone you think would get something out of it. I want to thank you for listening. If you felt like I came at you a little bit as a service provider, I'm sorry, but... I think we all can continue to grow and do better. If you're looking for another great podcast, make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins uh, and listen to that. He's got great episodes, great content, and just an absolutely wonderful guy. So make sure you check out that. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode. 
thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.